Welcome to PostBurnout.com interviews. My name is Aaron Kavanagh and I'm the website's founder and editor-in-chief. PostBurnout.com is a culture website dedicated to venerating burnt-out artists the world over. Our interviews are mainly recorded to be transcribed, but every now and again we release the audio in a series we call PostBurnout.com interviews. If you enjoy what we do, be sure to subscribe. In this edition of PostBurnout.com interviews, we speak with Barry Dolan, the frontman for the Scottish alternative act Gallus. Barry talks about transitioning from an actor into the lead singer of a band, having never done so before. How singing in the band compares to acting on stage. Their debut album, We Don't Like the People We've Become. Signing with Marshall Records. Opening for the likes of Biffy Clyro. Playing South by Southwest in Texas. Singing with his accent. How Brexit has affected the band performing in Europe. And more. Yeah, so the first thing I just want to talk about is actually how you got involved with Gallus. So my understanding is that um, you had no prior um, stage experience uh, in a band before, no? Yeah, no, that's uh, um, I'd done like, so I went to college to study acting and um, I'd like done like school shows. That was probably like the closest experience to singing I know I've ever had. Um, but I was friends, my, I was best friends with... Um, Eamon, who's like the guitarist in the band, and he came to see one of my plays I done in college, and just thought, "You know, I'm starting a punk band. Do you think you could like shout for a bit and see what happens?" <laughs> and that's how it kind of started. Um, so I've been slowly, slowly learning how to pretend to be a good singer for about six years now, and I think people, are, <laughs> I think people are now starting to um, turn the talk on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, were you listening to kind of punk yourself at that time? What sort of music would you have been listening to? Um, always had, always had been in the back of my mind, sort of heavier music, but um, always loved like the usual ones, the Strokes, Green Day. I loved the Fratellis, like um, they were probably like my, one of my favorite bands at that point. Used to love the Divine Comedy as well. Right. Um, and when I actually started, like. When like, thinking about writing lyrics and singing, I like, took a lot of uh, stuff from the streets, yeah, um, yeah. and just like this, I think the streets and divine comedy, like the lyrics in those songs, are probably like more akin to the lyrics that I wanted to write at that time. So I took a lot of inspiration from them as well. Yeah. So, um, what do you think that uh, kind of your musical um, influences added to the band? Then, because my understanding was that you know the um, the, the kind of the band as, as it started I mean uh, I think a lot of the other guys had their backgrounds in like playing in metal bands at like school and stuff like that is that correct? Yeah yeah well sort of yeah well Eamon Eamon and Jack Eamon was uh, like learned how to play through metal um, mm. and stuff and I think it might have been a bit heavier for Jean Luca as well Eamon and Paul are cousins like Paul's our drummer and they were like so they'd been playing together for like 10 years previous just like being family, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I I think like like the tunes you listen to and the tunes you learn from, uh, and the music you learn from will probably be a bit different. Um, but it's we're still trying to figure out to be fair what type of band we are. Yeah, I always find like right, we do have what five years have do kind of like different, do have different music tastes. So writing a song that five people do five people like and yeah. don't listen to the same music can be a bit tough yeah <laughs> so it makes it so it makes our tunes a bit different every time yeah right 
but yeah, I think like um, you know, when you when you look at your like your new album, like uh, we don't like the people we become. It's like I think you really do see a huge um, a huge kind of um, like unique uh, jump from where you guys were when you were like say recording Nice or something like that or Split. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's really become a very unique um, sound and a very distinctive sound. Um, and yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, do you think that's just um, you know, a kind of combination of of just a versatile taste in music kind of coming together? Because I, I think it, like when you listen to it, you hear like post punk, you hear uh, you hear like a lot of like the thousands indie in there. You, you, it's yeah. just a very unique structure, and and I think it's like really, you know, I think it's really good. Uh, so, so thank you very much. Uh, someone reviewed the album said that it's riddled with ADHD <laughs> which uh which I'm just going with man I thought that was the more perfect exact um description of it because we're all fucking riddled with ADHD <laughs> who's not um fucking yeah thanks man um I would I think like I think it's hard for us to like find one thing because like we are quite chaotic in a way and like is sort of like that sort of like chaos that we bring to the live shows can't really be like knocked down to one so we'll just like take influences from other things yeah and just like shake it up in a week cocktail and see what happens <laughs> when it came to actually starting to sing live then in, in the band um how, how did you find that like when you started doing shows like actually having to get up there and see uh yeah well the last i preferred like performing live when i was doing acting anyway um Performing a gig and performing a play, like the sort of like the way you work, the way you work an audience is probably the only similarities this year, but it's a massive similarity. So already sort of had an understanding of that. It was just the completely different fucking art form that was a bit jaded. Um, yeah. But um, I think like I think it was the I think it probably just did start the same way other bands started because. In my experience, bands are shit for like the first fucking year of their yeah. life, if, especially if it's like a musician's first band. Um, so we were just probably terrible for a bit extra bit longer <laughs> than other bands because we were trying to fit me in somehow. Then again, I mean, you guys started recording pretty early. I mean, I think you these formed in twenty seventeen, right? And then Nice was already out by twenty eighteen. So um, yeah, did you feel like you know, okay, we should probably just get recording? Did you feel confident and started? Doing um, that I think our drummer Paul just started. Like, I think we just started like, playing, like month and a half into his like playing music, and then we started just like he lit, lit a fire under our asses and started like booking us for gigs, even though we had like two tunes. But it was the same yeah. with recording as well. Like we had one song finished. He's like, "Hey, I'm messing people fucking <laughs> getting this song." We're like, All right, girl. yeah. And, uh, um, so yeah, it was it was a bit early, but I'm glad we done. <laughs> Yeah, how do you think like you kind of adapt to that kind of troll by fire, sink or swim kind of like let's just get going? Um, it's been the deafest sometimes. Sometimes we're like, why the fuck have we done this? We are not ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think that's just the way you need to do it sometimes because the way we we see it, like if you sit on if you sit on something, there's not it's just not going to happen. So yeah, better better put pressure on you rather than the alternative. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and I think there is, like, in your music, there's a real sense of, like, urgency, you know what I mean? A real sense of, like, uh, oh, trying to get, you know, trying to get a message across and trying to get shit out and yeah. express it. And I think, like, yeah, again, I mean, that kind of fits the mood, would you agree? Or? 
Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, it's just like a characteristic of us. But I feel like with music, it's important for like people to actually display their character and display their sort of attitude towards things yeah. and through their music. And I'm glad that um, comes across in it because we are chaotic and we are fucking really. <laughs> we don't make our lives any easier with the decisions we make. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I was wondering, like, when when COVID happened, I mean, what did you guys do during that? What's like, what were the lockdowns like in Scotland? Could you do shit or was it nah, not at all, man? Um, it's probably some, like it was as restrictive as you guys by the end of it, but at the start, it was absolutely nothing. Um, a lot of bands that fucking suffered, but he got like, signed during lockdown, um, so we we're quite lucky to that because they. First of all, I lived with Eamon, the guitarist, during lockdown, so that led to a lot of like, productive stuff. Um, but uh, we released a little live version of a song when restrictions were just like opening up, and then we released it. It was eye to eye, and then uh, restrictions closed again. Yeah. But they uh, the guys at Marshall saw us, and just that relationship started brewing from there. So we had quite a lucky. Um, pandemic <clears throat> I'd yeah. say and then actually you mentioned Marshall there so how do you f- find now that I believe you signed in 2021 is that correct or yeah, yeah 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 so how do you find like being a kind of unsigned band for about four years and uh, versus now being on a label for two years how do you find that's a uh, change for you guys um I don't know man we're still scared as fucking work on the job so I don't know yeah. uh, nah it's really good to have a team behind you that like believe in what you're doing um that's like it kind of i don't know maybe if we were still unsigned i don't know if like things would think would be a bit more deflated so it's really good to have people around you like being like no these are actually really good can you just keep going yeah Um, and like they're just very supportive like it's our booking agent and our label are the same team like um which is like really not that common for bands like yeah. you can actually have people that you can actually have all these people in the same room at one point which we're really thankful for and yeah they're just very supportive um and which and we all just want the same thing and it's very nice uh and it's very nice to have that going forward i much rather have that going forward than being on zines yeah but i'm still scared <laughs> <laughs> but then even like when it comes to say really yeah dropping an album like um you know, I mean, obviously, you guys have been dropping singles as an unsigned band for a while. And um, did you find any difference then um, when it came to like, you know, um, doing shit? Because actually, even before the the album dropped, you um, you were releasing singles with with Marshall from from the album beforehand. So did you yeah. find, notice any difference or? or... Um, it's a, yeah, it's just a bit more professional, like um, just a bit like they take to do with that now, and like um, sort of just more press stuff, like involved in it um we always were crap at uploading stuff we'd always upload wrong mixes and stuff so yeah. we don't do that anymore so that's like <laughs> yeah that's probably the big takeaway i take from it fucking we, we don't fuck up anymore yeah um you guys obviously have had like a pretty roller coaster career already i mean it's still very young but i mean like you've done like sports house with like biffy you've done um yeah uh you've done like set by set west done like a bunch of stuff um, uh, at, at the moment like what would you say is like the sort of highlights of your career then so far it's a 
toss up between our first show in America and Biffy, I would say. Yeah. Um, two of them. All. I feel like for a while, I stopped. Like I was still getting nervous for shows. I feel like if I stopped getting nervous for shows, that would be a that'd be quite worrying. But I stopped like, proper shaking myself. Like mm-hmm. the first few shows, like when I didn't know what I was doing, I was shaking myself, like wanting to just run away. Yeah, that came back in America and Biffy just because I like just the size of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, remember we we were sound checking for Biffy and it was this just it was this big tent with that could fit ten thousand people and we're like sound checking fucking the space was that like big and open every time what Paul was he was sound checking the kick drum you could just hear do 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 with the sound yeah. traveling and I'm like oh why are we doing this? <laughs> this <is> terrifying <laughs> um but that like I both of them in America just like uh, we played to like just a full bar and people were just like loving it and then the full week we were there people were like yeah let's <laughs> just like that so I can't <laughs> so I can't like I, I can't say one was bigger than or better than t'other they were both like mind-boggling experiences yeah and the other thing I, I wanted to mention is actually it's kind of related to uh, Biffy I guess well it's like uh, one thing I like about your your vocal singing is that I think uh, a lot of time when um uh, the Scottish accent seems to disappear when people sing. I don't know why. It just seems yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but but I like that. I think it adds a real distinct character. And actually, it's it's interesting you're mentioning the streets. I think like they're you know a similar band where it's like the the accent's a very prominent thing. Like and, and it's very prominent in storytelling. I was wondering was that a conscious decision or, or is that just kind of like um, you see? No, I think about both, man. Um, when we started, I didn't really. I think trying to use them, but. What put focus into the accent, and I just started thinking like, you want yourself to be like relatable, and you want what you're saying to be relatable. You can't; it's not going to be relatable if you're fucking talking differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think some of the some of the best Scottish bands are the ones that sing their own accent. You can think like there's a band named Wave, um, and well, Hayden's now in Last Boy as well. He sings with a natural Scottish accent. Storytelling's beautiful. Biffy, same thing. We were promised jetpacks or another one. Like you just like listen to it. It just authenticates the story yeah. more. And uh, it's just a bit, just the best way to do it. Yeah. I would say. You find um going back to kind of your acting career. Do you find that um you're doing. Uh, on top of singing you're doing kind of a, a performance too i mean because like it is storytelling yeah. i mean at the end of the day it's, it's storytelling with a melody and a beat really uh do you yeah. find that you're incorporating that into your performances and, and into your um both live performance and studio performance i mean yeah that's like this main i think that's the main thing i'm still like sort of doing this and this is like the main sort of creative outlet that i have is the fact that i can incorporate stuff that i've learned over the years because I wanted to be in it do acting for ages and then sort of fell in love with this when we kept moving but I think because I could take the things that I love from acting onto this like and that was like the performance aspect of it um, and it's important and it's important for me that that's always like a sort of staple of our songs that sort of theatric not theatricality of the live shows to definitely and just like the performance sort of aspect of our songs it makes a makes a better band for anyone if they take that into account yeah you know what i mean so, um, absolutely. yeah absolutely but then also i mean um do you find coming from an acting background i mean where you're playing characters now to actually 
kind of uh, exposing yourself on, on stage and, and, and yeah. your ideas and, and your own uh, feelings and emotions too in, in your music. Do you, uh, do you find that intimidating at first or are, are, is it just stage performing for yeah, you? I, I, I'd say like on stage, I'm still a very animated version of myself. I wouldn't say that it's natural at all. If I was the way that I was on stage, I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I can still actually think like, oh, there is a different version there. So that maybe fucking like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like highlight version of myself. It's still the same problems that I'm thinking about and all that. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't think I, there's that much of a difference, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just what I like doing and what we like doing as a band, like what like going on stage. Um, the similarities will always be there, but it's just good. Mental. <laughs> Perfect. And then, yeah, I guess I'll just sort of ask this. So, so the album has been released for uh, over a month now at this point. Um, yeah. Great critical reception. People seem to be really liking yeah, it. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> But like, in, in a way, do you find, because like, I, I think it's like really finely honed when I, when I listen to it. Like, it, it really feels like, you know, um, you guys took your time, really found your sound and kind of like, you know, made sure you knew what what it was you wanted to be as a band before you kind of released the album. Was that um, something that you're always working on or is it was just coincidental time? It's, it's, again, I say a bit of both, man. Um, I think it was always going to be hard for us to be... No, it wasn't going to be hard to be cohesive, but because we wanted it to be as cohesive as we could. We did focus on that when we were writing what more the tracks that were going in. Um, but that show had never been us. But that's never been us, like a, a cohesively sound band. But we want it to be. But we sure. want it to be us. And that's always going to be... I feel like that was the hardest task possible. But thank you very much for thinking that we have done that because I didn't think we did. <laughs> um, no, fucking... It can be solid. I don't really know how we've done it. To be honest. I think we just... I think we had these... We had main core points, core sort of like themes that are going to go into this, going to go into each track that hopefully like as our characteristics and as us and just hoped we could just do something different but these characteristics are still in the song so that's what makes it everything link, link and hopefully that worked. <laughs> well, I think also it has a uh, the album's also radiated with kind of that Scottish sense of humour too, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah, with yeah. kind of second, we're never good. Yeah, it's another thing that's one of the characteristics. I'm, we're a band that never, ever, ever taking themselves seriously, and I think just that, that sort of thematic what work across the album like made our jobs a bit easier. Yeah, in, but, in terms of cohesiveness. But then again, I mean, like you're you are talking about heavy subject matter on the album. So how do, how do you find like um how do you find the kind of appropriate tone from like you know actually trying to uh you know talk about uh certain issues that you we should talk about while also yeah. not being so humorous that you deflate the series and stuff if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I genuinely think that's a Scottish attitude. Yeah. Well, with a more Irish attitude as well. Sort of yeah. like if something's if something bad goes wrong in anyone's life, I think the first protocol is to make fun of it. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. Yeah, I <laughs> um, think that's like relatable in a sense. Obviously, you do need to like differentiate. Like, you can't take piss out of everything. Bad hands are like, do you know what I mean? Um, 
But yeah, it's just a certain attitude that I think people go forward with when they're being quite internal with themselves. They're like, oh, I'm sad, but it's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's the attitude so many people have. Yeah. Definitely got one. Yeah, so now the album's out and you guys are signed on a label. Um, it seems like a lot of things have been done for the band so far, but yeah, at the same time, yeah. I mean, you guys are only like about five years old at this point, maybe six. Um, what do, what do you think yeah, like right. comes next? Like, What's the big things you want to hit yourselves? We just want to do the same. We want to keep on doing this. We're um, traveling a lot. We're going to Europe. Um, I'd say we have a bigger following in Europe than we do in England, so I quite and like that to be honest yeah. like, like going away um, just want to keep on hitting these places release more music and do, do more like just want to keep on just want to keep, the, keep this going for as long as we possibly can because I think I can speak for the boys where it's like that's the happiest we are when yeah. we are just away doing these things writing songs and playing all these beautiful places like more of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys prefer um, the live stuff than the studio stuff? Is, is, yeah, I think different members would say different things. Yeah. I would, I'm deaf. I'm, I'm a performer, you know, I'm a live man at heart. <laughs> um, but Eamon's like the music man. He would love to, he'd love in a studio if he could, I reckon. Yeah. But yeah, it just depends who you ask and when you ask them, I think. <laughs> So well, and when you're turning around Europe and stuff and you turn around other places, um, how do you feel that kind of like influences you um, in terms of your, your writing or stuff? Or does it even like, I mean, I think like when you see new places, it kind of influences your outlook in a way. You know what? We're, that's, we're just in the start of like taking that into account um, from being away. We're like, it does, because it is changing. It's changing us right now. Um, yeah. We're thinking of writing a song called Belgian Heat, which okay. is a, a story that happened to us in Belgium. Um I don't know if well, I'm going to write it, but just it's a funny story. Just because all these funny things happen now, and yeah. just these stories that you won't get when that happened back home. And we can't not write about them. I can't go into detail of them because some yeah. of them are out of order. <laughs> uh, that, and I aspect, yeah, we are taking things creatively away with us. Yeah, um, that's perfect. I guess one last thing I'd ask, um, and I don't know, maybe this is a bit of a heavy subject matter, I don't know, but um, as, as a touring act who wants to... Uh, who primarily seems to want to tour Europe. I mean, do you find like uh, Brexit or anything like that to be a, a thing that's uh, been hindering you or has it not been an issue at all? Um, I don't know how we can say this legally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't been stung yet, but I'm surprised that we haven't. Okay. <laughs> maybe we've been a bit sneaky. About it. I don't know. No, it has been a bastard. No, the way we have done it properly. Um, and it is a bit of a hindrance. Like, there's been so many touring bands that kind of getting ferries and stuff and yeah. fucking with my shows, and it's it's an absolute joke. Instead, but we've not been stung properly yet by having to cancel shows. Fingers crossed, we're going to Belgium this weekend. So fucking Perfect. hope that's the hope that's this stays the same. Yeah, well, enjoy the show, man. And uh, certainly, like to add before we wrap up, or. Uh, just listen to this bloody album so <laughs> we can stop working our other jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for your time, man. Really Cheers, man. It. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Yeah, you too, man. Catch you. Thank you for listening to that episode of postbornout.com interviews. We hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for more.